0: Healthcare worker shortages are bad now, but studies find they'll get worse. This week, Pfizer shared data with regulators on its COVID vaccine efficacy in young kids. And coast-to-coast, healthcare worker vaccine mandates worked. It's all coming up on today's episode of Just Healthcare Daily. It's Friday, October 1st, and I'm Alex Olgan with GIST Healthcare Daily, where I get the headlines and health business and policy news in under 10 minutes. If you like the podcast, please leave us a rating or a review. It helps other listeners find the show. The war for healthcare talent amid national workforce shortages is acute right now. Healthcare workers are reporting high rates of burnout, and the pandemic pushed some to retire early. The intense competition for workers is leading some hospitals to offer nurses five-figure signing bonuses. A report by the consulting firm Mercer finds it's only going to get worse as demand will outstrip supply across more than half of the states in the next five years. While much of the press is around the shortages for hospitals, other parts of the healthcare system are also experiencing problems retaining staff as competition is fierce. Ambulatory surgery centers are struggling to keep their nurses and surgical techs, many of whom are flocking to higher-paying crisis jobs, says Bill Prentice, CEO of the Ambulatory Surgical Center Association. It's something that I, I think is looming as an increasing problem for healthcare um, over over overall. When you look at what the hospitals are talking about and surgery centers and physicians' offices, I think we're all seeing a very tight labor market, and, uh, and I think we need more nurses, we need more surgical techs, we need more physicians, um, you know, if we're going to be able to provide the health care that, you know, that Americans want, not just today, but into the future. Demand for registered nurses is expected to grow by at least 5% over the next five years. As 900,000 nurses will leave the field, however, RN shortages won't be felt the same across the country. That's because nurses tend to practice in the states they train in, and some states have more schools than others. Previous reports by the Department of Health and Human Services found that one of the big problems is that the distribution of nurses across the country is unequal, not that there aren't enough nurses being trained. Mercer projects the biggest shortages will be in Pennsylvania, North Carolina, Colorado, Illinois, and Massachusetts. Interestingly, in the South, there are expected to be more nurses than jobs, particularly in Georgia, Texas, and South Carolina, where more nurses are expected to enter the workforce over this same time period. This week, there was some progress on COVID vaccines for young kids. Tuesday, Pfizer and BioNTech shared results from COVID vaccine trials in 5- to 11-year-olds, and the company plans to file for approval with the Food and Drug Administration in the coming weeks. This could push the timeline for approval out to November. As a great piece in Wired points out, FDA approval may be the easy part. The hard part will be distributing the shots and getting parents to vaccinate their young kids. A Gallup poll found that 45% of parents aren't planning to vaccinate their young children. Parental vaccination status was the strongest predictor of whether parents would get their young kids immunized, followed by political party affiliation and how concerned they were about their kids getting sick. But as more and more adults get vaccinated, kids are making up a larger share of COVID cases. The American Academy of Pediatrics reported that children under 18 accounted for a quarter of new cases last week. It's unlikely that mass vaccination sites will be set up for young children, and parents are likely going to want to go to their pediatricians, where they already get their children other vaccines. But public health officials say many pediatric practices haven't signed up to deliver vaccines at high rates because of cold storage and other administrative issues. The most convenient solution would be school-based clinics, But as school COVID protocols like masks have become political flashpoints in many states, parents have disrupted board meetings and protested outside of campuses. Some schools are skittish about setting up vaccine clinics. Regardless of where kids get the shots, if teen vaccination rates are any indication, uptake could be low. Less than half of teens in 21 states have gotten their first dose. As several vaccine mandates went into effect this week, the warnings about catastrophic workforce shortages haven't materialized. In New York, healthcare worker vaccination requirements didn't lead to mass staffing shortages. Statewide, 92 percent of nursing home and hospital staff have gotten at least one dose. That's up about 10 percent from the week prior. And several hospitals told Crane's Business they expect more staff who were suspended to get vaccinated so they can come back to work. The story is the same in California. The state's vaccine mandate for healthcare workers went into effect on Thursday. UC Davis Health in Sacramento told the New York Times that 94 percent of its 15,000 staff were vaccinated and that less than 1,000 submitted religious and medical exemption requests. Oakland-based Kaiser Permanente, which issued a company-wide requirement across several states before California's, reports that more than 90 percent of its staff are fully vaccinated. Non-healthcare corporations are also playing a major role in getting Americans vaccinated, with several large companies announcing mandates. United Airlines reported this week that 99% of its 67,000 employees are vaccinated, and Tyson Foods reported 91% of its 120,000 employees are vaccinated. Although mandates may not be the only reason for the increased vaccine uptake over the last several weeks. According to a Kaiser Family Foundation poll, the spread of the more contagious Delta variant that has flooded hospitals played a bigger role in people's decision to get the shots than employer mandates. Taking a look at healthcare stocks, on Thursday, pharmaceutical company Merck announced plans to buy drug maker Acceleron in an $11.5 billion deal. Acceleron is in the late stages of trials for a drug to treat a rare form of heart disease that Merck estimates could be a $7.5 billion market by 2026. Shares of Merck were trading down 0.03%. Shares of Acceleron were down 1.9%. The broader healthcare sector was down 1.28%. Thanks for listening to GIST Healthcare Daily. I'm Alex Olkin. You can check out more insights on healthcare business and policy news on GISTHealthcare.com. GIST Healthcare Daily is an independent production of GIST Healthcare. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter.